Hi, everybody. This is Gene Valentino, and welcome to another episode of Gene Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast. You'll see it all the time, anytime you want, on www.genevalentino.com. We've got a lot of other goodies there, too, you can check out. Now, this face to my right is no stranger to Escambia County. Uh, You've heard of Joe the Plumber or some other crazy name out in the West that we've got some national notoriety. We've got ourselves a plumber, but he's much more than a plumber. He's a friend to the community, and he's done great things to bring to the attention of the public the shortcomings in the way we govern and some of the policies we've taken on that have created some heartburn. There's one in particular that made the Pensacola News Journal today. It happens to be the fourth, the last of four items. So Larry and I get a chance to go through each of those other three items, and then we can expound on the on the headline that you want to really delve into, and that's what kind of literature is appearing in the libraries of our public school systems. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Absolutely. We've got ourselves... Hope you all are doing well. My name is Larry Downs Jr. and and Gene and I are going to discuss what's on the front page here, which Scammy is County Schools. Yep, Scammy County Schools add books to restricted area. Before we do, you yep. showed me a piece of paper in the gym the other day that a teacher gave the student to answer the question of. Actually gave them four questions, four questions for an essay assignment, and huh. the essay assignment, uh, I'm sure the resources for that essay assignment, I'm sure it came from the library as well. Okay. You know, so. And the teacher gave the student, and we got our hands on it. The first question was. Well, here's here's the deal. The, the teacher is an English teacher, and, uh, oh man, I don't have the name. Dang it. It's on my other phone. Anyways. Uh, they they gave them four questions, and they wanted them to do an essay on it. And they could they could pick one of them. They only had to pick one. So as soon as he read me the questions, I was shocked. I was like, "What the heck? This is bizarre." So and it's kind of I don't know. I mean, y- y'all listen to the questions, and and you can tell me what you think. Okay. So the first question was. Should trans people be allowed to compete in sports with the gender in which they identify? Now, this is being asked of a 14 to 15-year-old kid. This one here is 15 years old. Really? 15-year-old Scambia High student. Should trans people be allowed to compete in sports with gen- with the gender in which they identify? Not the gender they were born with, the gender they identify. Yep. Why don't you tell the folks how you act, reacted to that when you saw that? Well, the first thing that I thought of, <clears throat> he read all four, four questions, but the first thing I started to think with each one of the questions is, is this a, it, it's almost like a little mini micro indoctrination, in my opinion, or a survey of sorts. Like maybe they want to see where these kids are and they're, you know, see if they're far enough along to accept maybe even more conditioning because I, I believe it's conditioning whenever you start telling kids yeah, to go why would the teacher even ask a 14 15 year old kid well about something that the parents have the authority over 
that doesn't belong in an essay for the kids to be addressing and are not quite frankly qualified to address in the first place. Well, let me let me play devil's advocate for you here. I can tell you what our superintendent, our LTM su superintendent would say, or a lot of them like him. Uh, LT LTM is low testosterone male. Testosterone male. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, got some new terms I got to learn in this. I, I, environment. Co I coined it with all the new, you know, all the different. It wasn't all that long ago. I was like, "What's LOL?" <laughs> it was like seven, eight years ago. But anyways, I, I, the teach it's an English teacher. So what they're gonna say is, it's just part of learning English, and and be, it's part of literacy, Larry. It's just part of literacy. So, you know, I I immediately start to think, what is, what's the real agenda here? Is it literacy? Or is it to guide the minds of these young people to think a certain way, to even even develop a certain ideology that that fits a certain narrative, political narrative, or or social narrative? You know, this Escambia County region you and I live in, and the Panhandle of Florida in general, is generally speaking a more conservative community than elsewhere in the sure. uh, Democrat, liberal areas, other areas, sanctuary city areas of the nation. So for this conservative environment to have an administration in the school system that's authorizing a question to be asked of kids that is not bound by conservative principles, to allow a kid, a child, a well-meaningful child, to be confused over how to address a question. That was just the first one, transgender. Yeah. May I read you the second one? Well, well you want just, to just to go on, on to what you're talking about there, uh, it's, it doesn't even have to be conservative values. It doesn't have to be conservative. It doesn't have to be liberal or libertarian it's values. It's just a, it, it's really- The right of the parent. It, and, and what I think it's what it's doing, whichever way, you know, whichever way. I, I'm I'm a libertarian, so so I'm all for I'm all for freedom. However, I'm not for exposing children to, you know, to being inundated with certain ideologies. And I'm pretty sure that at a premature age, at a well, they, they're, they're, yeah, they're not developed mentally. So if you get that stuff in early enough, That's my biggest problem, elementary yeah. school, you know, middle school, junior, junior high and high school, you get it in early enough, you can you can change the minds of a of a generation and of a country to go from a you know from a basic constitutional republic and i know i'm getting farther here but to go from basic the basic principles of liberty the basic principles of liberty and i know what some will say they'll say but you're you're for freedom larry you're for freedom yes i am but i'm not for putting these books or these questions to set up these children to develop a certain ideology that will actually go against freedom well you we both agree that freedom also means responsibility and responsibility starts in the family, not in government. Yes. And if that is the case, then isn't it the true the 
whether I'm libertarian or not. Yeah, I agree with you here that you can't. You the parent is responsible for the minor. Well, then why impose yes. a request on that minor? Well, not only that, that, has that not been blessed by the parents. Well, not only that, parents are supposed to be in charge of, you know, the standards, the, the standards of their yeah. family, that family unit. Yeah. So the more the government, i.e., school, public school systems, you know, the more the bureaucracies get involved, and they and they put these books out. And they're like it's about literacy. The more they get involved, the further away from your family unit those decisions become. They, and all of a sudden, they become you know communal, communal issue. You know, it takes you know it takes a village to raise a child type of mindset. And in reality, the village just doesn't do well at raising a child. What does well is two good parents. Well, you certainly don't want an outside influence affecting the influence you're trying to give to your children, the nurturing you're trying to give to your yes. son or daughter. Yes. And if this makes them feel uncomfortable too, I mean they're having they're they're issued this in front of the whole class. Yeah. So so I they, just they have a, I have a problem with a child. I'll call them a youth being put in a position to answer a question. We talk. We have four questions. Yeah that you're talking about. But any one of the questions puts the child, the non-adult, the non-voting person who can't even drive a car yet, whose sexual maturity hasn't evolved yet, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're asking that, that kid about his ability or her ability to make a decision on the capability, on whether it's appropriate that a transgendered person be able to play in athletic sports not in the gender he was he or she was born sure to me is so wrong it's it's not even appropriate for that child to be involved in that discussion and here we have escambia county school teachers jamming it down the throats of the kids the kids are a little spooked i guess i better answer the question or i'm going to be what what's the re, re, what's the repercussions? It's, it's an essay, and also not only that, it's it's going to be graded, and you know, is it going to be graded on punctuation or is it going to be graded on the principle of the essay? How well the how well the position follows sure. the teacher's philosophy. The, the teacher's philosophy, and not only that, what if what if the student is of a of an opposing. The students have, is of an opposing view. I can tell you when my kids were in a Scandinavian high school, they had opposing views because I raised them. And there, and several times I had to go before you know before the dean or before the principal or vice principal or the and the teacher. And one of them was Canada Wind. She was at Scandinavian high school, and I had to go sit down at a in the library with with Canada Wind and. She didn't like the fact that my son was vocal and opinionated about President Obama. And that was back. Was it because your son or daughter was wasn't opinionated about President Obama or that the teacher didn't like the opinion your son or daughter had? That's more like it. But I mean, it, it, she didn't like the opinions. 
she went and said, you know, and he argued with her. So naturally, when you argue with a teacher, you know, which is debating, you know, it's debating, it's having a discussion, whatever, and it all of a sudden becomes an argument whenever it's it's pushed from a point of authority on these kids. So now if the kids disagree because of the way they were raised, now all of a sudden they have to worry about their grades. They have to worry about, you know, will will they be retaliated against if they, you know, if, if this is a, if this is, if these essays are discussed in the classroom, will other, will other students, you know, think uh, or, or maybe even, you know, humiliate them or try to, you know, I, I mean, I didn't have kids that had to worry about that. You know, my kids could fight. They were strong-willed and they were raised to be, you know, to, to be independent and not to be part of that system. Yeah. So they were able to, to navigate, but the vast 99, probably 99.9% of kids across the country, they don't, they don't have that, uh, that confidence. They weren't raised with that confidence. We're watching. We're it's we're simulcasting on Larry Dennis's crossing the line. Crossing the line on my on my Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Larry Downs is crossing the line, and here on our side we have the Grassroots Truthcast with Gene Valentino, which is on www.genevalentino.com, and we're going to take these well, episodes with you, Larry, and put them on our website as well well the other the other reason why i'm on facebook live instead of my youtube live or, or one of my other ones is because of the censorship i just got violated again on youtube for sharing yeah for sharing uh, my mother's experience with i don't even know if we should say it my mother's experience with ivermectin oh boy didn't say didn't say to do it didn't say not just just a, a shared experience. It was only about three minutes long. And they gave me a strike and violated me for even, you know, even sharing a real life experience prescribed by a doctor. Can you imagine that? You know, the right to free speech. It's our First Amendment to the Constitution. And that is such an egregious violation of that right to free speech. I think we're in for... I've been talking to you about this 28th Amendment I've been working on. This 28th Amendment has morphed into the what I affectionately refer to as the the second Bill of Rights for our Constitution. It's actually got 11 segments to it. And one of them talks about a real slam down on social media with penalties. You can't deny free speech. You might want to argue about controlling pornography, pornography and obscenity. I'll go that far with you, but denying the free speech of factual events which are true, well, some some there, or some, controlling other yeah. or, or controlling other speech that's true that they just shut down and won't put on there. Well, some people have made arguments that these social media sites that are free are the new town square, so the. Without, town without censorship. Yeah, the town can't, can't shut you down. You go out on town square yeah. and you have a meeting. They can't shut down what you're saying. However, they're saying, yeah, but these are private. But at the same time, it's functioning as a town square. Yeah. And it's and they also have certain protections under our laws to keep from getting sued. 
So let me challenge you yeah. with the second one. Then, I, the next one. Hold on. Let's go through the questions. Let's just let's go read, right let's go right through them so that y'all can kind of get an idea of okay. of where they're going with each question. But just go right through them. Okay. So we talked about the first one, which was the transgender question being posed on the kids. The second question these kids had to answer was. Is it ever fair for minorities to receive special treatment or consideration? Again, is it fair for minorities to re receive special treatment or consideration? Wait a minute now. Didn't we come up with an equal rights amendment a few years ago that was trying to say that minorities, if, if discriminated against, were to be advantaged? from that discrimination through an equal rights amendment signed by Lyndon Johnson. And, and today we're being asked to consider, is it fair for minorities to receive special treatment? You mean, should the federal government take a person who specializes in mixed martial arts and boxing over someone who doesn't? Or maybe we need to hire plumbers before we hire computer programmers for a given job. Are you saying that there's a way and or, or, maybe, or race or maybe or creed or maybe or, color. or maybe gender? Maybe not only gender, maybe identifying gender. Should we hire or should we create policies that benefit men who identify as women over women? Is the second question the poor the poor kids had to ask from an Escambia County school? Teacher. You're having a tough time with that one. I, I, Imagine being 15 and no, you know, and, and being guided what by are these. What they doing being asked that question is obscene in and of itself. It's what I think it's I think it's two two to three things. One for sure, it's a survey of sort to find out where the kid's mind is right off to see how he's been raised, he or she. How they've been raised? It's kind of a survey. You, you, you you're saying that maybe the teacher's trying to test where they're coming from, therefore where the parents are, how the parents are raising, and where they need to go to correct that. Okay. Now, now hold on. One more thing on that issue. It's not the teacher. It's it's larger than the teacher. I'm glad you said that. Where do these records go to? I have talked to teachers who come home depressed at night because they've been told to deliver some messaging in the classroom that they themselves are against. Yep. Okay, the third one real quick. When it comes to government monitoring, which is more important, individual privacy or national security? Mm, say that one more time. Yeah, which is more important? Is it more important which, which, when it comes to government monitoring, which is more important, individual privacy or national security? So you're putting the student into the position of having to weigh his personal liberties and rights or entitlements against the government's position of national security. Is it another way of asking the question might be, are you willing to restrict your own individual rights for the greater good of the government? Holy shit. How about that? You got it. 
They're trying to the, the the real the real question isn't the question, but it's forcing the student to think that his individual liberties may have to be sub suppressed because the government needs to be more in control. Well, it's our national security. You know, it's kind of like oh, you're the, playing it. Yeah, it's kind of like the jab. I mean, Why didn't you is take it the jab? Yes, I know, because it's the, the greater the good greater, of the nation. The greater good of the communal, you know, the yeah. the, the, the the common good. That's the third question. Okay, and hold on. The last question is: Should Escambia County School Board be able to pull books off the shelves of high school classrooms and libraries? It just came full circle. It just came full circle. To the news article. What? Now, now tell me, is the school system, is our school system coming up with this? That the question is, is the school system coming up with it, or are the elected officials in the school system subordinated or impotent to the strategic administration's intent? to jam a philosophy down the throats of the kids, down the throats of the parents through the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this going to be a Governor Lunkin situation in Virginia where there's an uprising appearing at a school board meeting because these kids have been indoctrinated by crap that is so totally amoral, immoral, and, and goes against the parents' upbringing? It's amazing. Now, now, now listen, here's, here's what I always tell everybody, because Scott Trotter, he's a local, uh, I don't even know how to describe he it. Commissioner, I think, he, he did, he did. And, and uh, it's just, anyways, the whole, the whole situation is horrible. And he's arguing with me online over this stuff. And he, and he's calling me a nanny state lover. And I'm like, our, our tax dollars are being, being, confiscated from us, you know, because they have to take it. You can't get nothing without taking it. The, the government can, or they either got to print it. But here's the thing. This While is, Larry's looking that up, you're watching Larry Downs and Gene Valentino. Larry's program is called Crossing the Lines, which he's posting on Facebook because it got shut down on YouTube. And we're doing this on Gene Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast, which gets edited to a half-hour segment. And we posted weekly as part of our Truthcast. Please join us. Give us your comments. www.genevalentino.com. You're with Larry Downs and Gene Valentino on a good episode of Individual Rights and Liberties. Absolutely. And you can check me out on Larry For Real on YouTube. Larry For Real, the number one on TikTok. I know I had to go to TikTok because I got to spread it out. They'll let me put some stuff on that YouTube won't. Hey, heads up. You Next can... is Rumble. Rumble, you're on? I'm, no, I'm, I'm getting that set up. Okay. Bit, shoot, and Rumble. And I'm also on uh, Facebook, Larry Downs Jr. And Truth Social, when Trump gets associated with DWAC on the merger, Truth Social comes out. I don't think Larry, I don't think Trump's going to censor you on that. <laughs> no, Just I, I don't. I'm, ho I'm hoping that. Each one of them, as they, as long as they don't take money from, you know, the the Bill Gates yeah. and the George Soros of the of the world, yeah. you know, and the Pfizer's and the Moderna's, we got a chance. But, okay, you take over. Now, all right. Now you get into the story 
about the schools and the way they're handling the books in the libraries and the classrooms. Okay, y'all know how the four questions went. Okay, now here's here's the books that are actually in there. And this is what I've been arguing with local people and a few who are out of state. As a libertarian, I don't want my tax dollars wasted. I don't want them put in places that are not absolutely necessary. I get certain things, fire department, police, you know, the, the basic, the basic, the basic things that you need, defense of our country, you know, the basic stuff. But I don't get how sex novels pay, taking our tax dollars and, and these bookmakers and these book producers, the, the, the distributors, these, this is big money. This is big money. If you can get your books into, into all the schools, just think about that. I don't that. understand how these books, and I read in today's news journal, there's over 100 yeah. different kinds of publications yeah. that are on the shelves in there. Yes. How yes. the hell did they get on the shelf without some sort of vetting or a review by that's, someone first? That's what I'd like to know. What What's our superintendent, Tim Smith, what's he doing? What's he doing? I mean, I mean, you just whoever orders the books just orders whatever they want, or they have a little committee of like-minded people. I mean, who's on that committee? You know, I mean, you know what it sounds like. It sounds like the guy who lit the fire in the barn and then walked out and said, "Look at that! The fire just went off. We got to do something about fire in these buildings." I mean, is it possible that the school system itself allowed? this kind of perversion to get on the shelves in the libraries, Larry, and now they're caught red-handed. Front page news story on the news journal. I, I'm I'm interested in seeing what the parents do about it. Oh, it's very weird. Here, here's just some of them perks of being a wildflower. And if you look and if you look through the you know the kind of description, it doesn't have the description of what's really in the book. That's the weird part. Got an, uh, got hold an on. example? Yep, hold on right here. Uh, yeah, I just looked up a few of these. Hold it. Let me find it here. It might be on my other dang phone. Hold it. Oh, these are the schools here. Okay, I got it. Here we go. Slaughterhouse. These are just some of the names of the books. And, they're, and, and most of, or a lot of these are sex novel type books. Talking about, you know, boy on boy. It's, some of it's heterosexual, some of it's bisexual, some of it is gay, lesbian, whatever. Wait a minute, these are books in the Pensacola Library, Escambia County Library. Yep. Today, it's it's very weird. Here, here's some of the names of them: Slaughterhouse Five, Sloppy First. Sorted, growing up, coming out, and finding my place. <clears throat> uh, the 1619 Project. The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. The Black fl Flamingo. And some of these have different names on them. Like, i got to find that one with the boy. Hold on. You mentioned one two, earlier. Two Boys Kissing. 13 Reasons Why, Tricks, This One Summer. Uh, there's a bunch of them on here. 
What does that have to do with reading, writing, arithmetic, uh, science, literature? I don't know. What does well, that have to do with They're anything? saying literature. Yes. It's a, it's a novel. It's, it's, it's got literary value for children. Well, you know, which, like an X-rated movie in the movie theater, you're not going into that movie theater with a 13, 14, 15-year-old without a parent. Well, even right. even then, I don't think you would go into an X-rated movie. Well, the point is that's the parents' yeah. control. Yeah, it's not the school. Yes, that shouldn't be in the school. That's my uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations with a black boy. Unravel, water for elephants. You're I mean, reading book titles. I'm just I'm just reading book titles that are on the list for offensive or inappropriate age material for these kids. Now the one that the one that was on there that was the that's something about a boy the boys don't wear blue or something like that. Here, let me just let you listen to it. This is an excerpt out of it. And this teacher of Scambia County reads it. Go ahead. Play it and I'll put up the mic. Okay. Hold on. Let's see what we got here. And Okay, here it is. To share with with parents one of the books that's available at our high schools. This is called All Boys Aren't Blue. I made our district aware of this book on August the 4th. I checked last night and the book is still on the shelf. It's still on the shelf. And there are some words I'm not going to pronounce. My mouth won't say them. This is about two boys who are going at it. The name of this chapter is Losing My Virginity Twice. And I'm understanding that I have become educated reading these books in our library. I'm understanding that that refers to anal sex. Okay? So, now I was as scared as H-E-L-L. One, because I didn't know what I was doing, and clearly he did. Two, because it was still college and my fear of word getting out that I was inexperienced or bad in bed would have been too big of a campus rumor, let alone that I was having sex with men and a friend of someone in my chapter. For the first few minutes, we dry humped and grinded. I was behind him with my stomach on his back as we kissed. After a few minutes of fun and games, he got up and went to his nightstand where he pulled out a condom and some lube. He then lay down on his stomach. I knew what I had to do, even if I had never done it before. I had one point of reference, though, and that was seven-plus years of watching pornography. Although the porn was heterosexual, it was enough of a reference point to me to get the job done. I remember the condom was blue and flavored like cotton candy. I put some lube on and got him up on his knees, and I began to slide into him from behind. I tried not to force it because I imagined that it would be painful. Sorry. I didn't want this moment to be painful, so I eased in slowly until I heard him moan. As we moved, I could tell he was excited. I was too, but the pride in me told me not to show it. I felt like I was in control and proud of myself for getting it right on the first try, all the while still being nervous. I wanted to stay dominant in that moment. We've been at it for about 15 minutes before I started to get that feeling. Weakness in the legs, numbness in the waist. I finally came and let out a loud moan to the point where he asked me to quiet down for the neighbors. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. Then he also came. 
Is this book in middle schools? This book is currently at the high schools in our district. And the way this works is through Destiny, as the, it could be, let's say that it's at Washington High School, you can order the book no matter what high school you're in. You can have the book shipped to your high school. So any student can have access to the book. When I alerted downtown that this book was in our school district, I sent them, and I did all the work. I said, look, I've already read the book. Look at these excerpts. This, you don't need a committee to decide we need to remove this book off the shelf. According to Florida statute, anything that causes sexual excitement is a form of obscenity. All right, so that just kind of gives you an idea. You, that was your interview. No, no, that was Studio 850, John Singley. Oh, it sounded like John Singley did that interview. He does a lot of interviews. And Can I just say something? Sure. If that, if she was reading from a book. That's on the list. That's there. in the, it's in the school. county school system. Yep. Then any administrator or school board member or teacher involved in allowing that to get into the hands of the student should be criminally charged. They need a proctologist, all right, to get their head examined. It's so bad. Because that's where their brains are. This is obscene. It's, it's well, to and, me, and not, you're not a <laughs> snowflake in feeling that. Oh, right? funny you There's say no that. Rule. There's no rule in government that government has to be doing this. Not only should government have, not only is there no rule that government has to do this, a limited government doesn't do this. A limited government just doesn't do this. This is not, are you telling me that these books are, are required for literacy? I mean, that's what they're trying to tell me. It's, it's, it, it will, you know, we have a, we have a extreme, you know, low literacy rate and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so, you, so this here, you're going to try to get them to read this to advance their literacy? You just, you blindsided me because I didn't expect the, the, Egregious, this to be so egregious, and it's existing right now in a, what I call a more conservative, religious based community like the Panhandle, like the Panhandle. And for you to be telling me that that's lived, and we had to listen to this lady read from that text of a book in the library, yes, uh, well, I want a public school system. Someone, so there has to be consequences for this. And I am outraged. Well, let's listen to some of these other books. And I'm going to find that book right there. But Boy to Girl, you know, Black Girl Unlimited, The Remarkable Story of a Teenage Wizard. I mean, I just, I don't, I can just imagine they're on this list for a reason. So you can imagine there's some type of wizard, wizardry going on here. Hold on. Hey, while you're looking it up, hold on. Being Jazz, My Life, Being Jazz, J A Z. Easy, my life as a transgender, and and I'm not and I'm, I mean I, w I was on Channel Three News whenever they they uh, brought the House bill that allows gays to get married, and one of the Channel Three news reporters seen me coming out of didn't know me didn't know me from nobody seen me coming out of the post office on Lillian Highway, and they said just zeroed in on me. Hey, you wanna? Would you ask answer some questions about the new House bill, such and such? I said, well, what's that bill? 
you know, this is 10, 12, 15 years ago. And I said, what's that belt? And he, she said, it gives, gives gay people the right to get married. I said, sure, I'll, I'll answer some questions. So anyway, she puts the camera in my, or she puts the mic and the cameraman's there and all. She says, what do you think about a house bill such and such allows gays to get married? I said, well, you can't have freedom without freedom. What business is it of the government to tell me who I can marry and who I can't marry? You know, that, that's that's my libertarian background. Yeah, that's okay. However, don't ask me to pay for that marriage or to provide them with counseling or books or anything else. I don't want to pay for anybody's stuff. Which is really, it's 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 like the division between church and state. You're taking it a step further. There's not only a division of government from church, but it should also, from state, uh, between church and state, but that government should also be distanced from way of life, from right of self-expression. Sure. Yeah. It shouldn't be involved in that business. It should be limited yeah. for the basic, the very basic fundamental needs to preserve the liberty hey larry we've run about a half yes. hour guys this is unbelievable i didn't larry and i are, are, are good buddies we see each other almost daily our, our paths we were from different walks of life and came together a few years ago and we enjoy what we learned is what make what's different between us also binds us there's some great things i've learned from larry and great things larry has learned from me i think we're not prudes we've been around the track a few times and we've certainly <laughs> seen a few things oh, done a few yes. things don't get don't think we're snowflakes being little wusses here about what's being exposed we're not questioning our personal feelings about some of that stuff we're questioning about it being exposed to innocent children and i'll call them children who have not come to maturity yet in yeah. many cases and they don't deserve to be have their parents sidelined while this perversion appears in a public school well it's not a consumption it's not only the it's not it's not just perversion i mean i, I can get that i mean i can i can get where kids would be enticed to do that because i was a kid you know, I used to go over to my uncle's house and, and steal his hustler magazines, you know. Well, me too. Right? Everybody did that. We did that. But, but I didn't, you know. But it wasn't this, coming from government. And the government didn't pay for those magazines, and they didn't put them in the school. So that's what I'm saying. It's just a, it's an overreach. It's an overreach to provide that stuff to kids. And then at what age? Every kid is a little bit different. So, you know, maybe they'll get get introduced to this even earlier than they normally would have okay, through so their friends, through peers. So we laid out the four points. You had a chance to focus on this one that appeared ironically in today's uh, Pensacola hey, News What's In summary, where would you like to see this go? What, what, what outcome would make you happy here? Well, I don't think that our – what outcome would make me happy is for our local schools – any school, any public school system, you know, from elementary through high school, to get out of to get out of the indoctrinating business, get out of it. You know, the kids most minds don't even mature until they're twenty five. 
So leave it up to the universities to brainwash these kids. You know what I mean? Leave it up to the universities. I don't think any I don't think any school system should be in the business of brainwashing. I don't think they should be either, and I definitely don't think that I should be paying for it, or that you should be paying for it, or that other. You know, even at a university level, you know, get your free college. Get your, you know, we're gonna forgive your debt. That that that. I'm not down for any of that. So I would like to see all of that become very limited public education is something that everybody at some point or another agreed would be a good idea meanwhile china is laughing at us their students at grade eight nine and ten are are are, are phd material now they're learning no, no. things at such a fast rate not only that not only that the, yeah they're not busy learning uh, this one right here. Hold on. <laughs> this one's a funny one here. Hold it. Damn, I thought I had it right here. But yeah, they're I not. Your point. They're not, not here. Two, they're not busy here learning two boys kissing or right. you know or or which way to bend over your buddy. You know, they're not that that type of stuff. They're busy. And not only that, China. They have been. They have been. They have policies and programs now to to create masculine. They have found that that they're that they were producing too many weak males. Interesting. So they, isn't it the opposite is true of what they're indoctrinating what, us? What we're is doing there here? No small coincidence that's going on. It's it's just it's mind blowing that you would want a society of weak males. See, I think we're being distracted diverted and our attention is being deflected yes away from what the primary purpose of education is yes through these i call them perverted call them what you want through these inappropriate the uses of government resources yes i mean i think larry you and i ought to step up and do something about it in the local community i think we need to call out every school board person the administration and staff and ask them point blank who issued these questions to these students to 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 complete as an assignment who approved of these questions being used being given to the students for completion and if they come out and if we find out who they are i think that's grounds for termination including the removal of elected officials who obviously look the other way. Yes, and not only, hey, I'm going to the school board meeting in the morning. I'm just trying to pull something up real quick. I'm going to the school board meeting in the morning. It's at 8 a.m. Okay. Over off of, on Tahara Street That's here in Pensacola. Tomorrow, October the 6th. Yes, and what's on the agenda that I read, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the only thing on the agenda, but I'm speaking at the public forum on some of these issues. The uh, to allow teachers uh, or to allow crossovers who are not certified teachers. So in other words, if you got a degree in something else, because they have a teacher shortage. Can you believe that? I wonder why. I wonder why do we have a yeah. teacher shortage? I mean, are y'all, you know, are they running? Is this policy in this indoctrination nation? I call it the indoctrination nation. Is this is 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 it running? Is it running people out of those jobs? Do they not want to be a part of it? 
Well, I wouldn't. I'd have trouble working as an educator if I was being forced to convey those kinds. Yes, of me too. Well, final points you want to make yep. before we wrap. Final point. This is where we are right here. I'm going to send this right here. I'm sending this right here. Hold on, because I want them to see kind of where we're at. Here it comes. Here we go. All right. I'm transferring. While he's so you doing can that, see just it. to remind everybody, you're listening and watching Larry Downs' Crossing the Line and Gene Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast on www.genevalentino.com. Well, if you've got an interesting point you'd like to bring forward, contact Larry Downs or myself, and we'd love to do a 30-minute, 40-minute okay. uh, interview with you on your interesting topic. Larry, what Here, do you have? Here's, here's uh, Rebecca Jones. I mean, I'm just showing you a little bit of an example. She's running she's running for for Congress against Matt Gates. All right. If you take a look at that, I don't know if you can see it right there. It says... This is at a school board meeting right here. Our school board meeting it says dead people can't use your fake freedom. Now she was at the school board meeting with her get up on. You know, this is the virtuous mask. You know, it's got to match your your shoes and stuff. But she was wearing this get up and she was instructing these and she was telling them that they need to force masking. This was last year. You need to force masking, and I was I was there against that. But think about, and you can see this here. Maybe I'm see it over there. Take a look. Dead people cannot use your fake freedom. Dead people can't use your fake freedom. So that's where we are in this in this country, to where we have people running for Congress and lots of times getting in there. And it goes to that question right here. It goes to this one right here. When it comes to government monitoring, which is more important, individual privacy or national security? When it comes to and when it comes to, to to your restrictions and your ability to even open your business or move freely or gather with other people, this is the type of people who will infringe upon your liberty. You know, it's funny you mentioned we as a nation were formed based on a rebellion against uh, over-domination and imperial autocratic control. Yes. Brits. We, we formed a revolution and created America. But we were always but creating was... principles, the guidelines. What you're talking about here is her suggestion that she has a right to impose on your freedom and your use of the mask. By the way, you said it was a year old. Mm -hmm. Guess what they talked about now? You and I have talked about this. The mask is useless. It's useless. It was useless to begin with. It, it's useless. And, and so there, how is that affecting her? It doesn't matter if the it, dead it, person isn't. She's assuming the dead the person died because they didn't wear the mask. That's, that's not true. But that's not true. It's a false narrative. That's right. But even if it was true, even if it was true, Stay home. Stay home. Don't tell me to stay home. Or don't. And they did. Stay home. Save lives. Stay home. Save lives. But if the, if you don't want to if you don't want to go out and risk living, if you don't want to risk living, 
then stay home. Don't tell me that I got to put something on my face, even if it's even if it's going to save lives, because that's, you know, this is my place. This is your place. Are you going to, you know, it's real simple. I'm not going to force people to wear a mask at my place. Never did. So anyways, that's on another rant. Let's go. Well, you know, you, you just to conclude on that, that's a good point. But it opened up Pandora's box on the whole issue of vaccinations. I'm glad you brought that and, up. And we ought maybe we ought to isolate that for another conversation. We do need to. Now here here's here's by the way, the vaccinations the, kill people. Yeah, the vaccinations are killing people. Oh, see, that'll get us banned. That's the reason why I can't. Now listen here. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Both both sides here, both audiences. The problem with freedom, it's a beautiful thing. Freedom is beautiful, Gene. Liberty, individual liberty is most important thing. It's been valued far too little, far too little. People are too eager to give it up. But the problem with having freedom is you have the freedom to advocate against freedom. Look. So, so she so, has the right to act, she has the right yes, to that expression. Yes, yes. Okay. And then when but they, that is not what the governing body of our country should be enforcing. It should go back to very basic limited governments. And see, and that's as soon as you as soon as you stray from limited government, now you have nothing but authoritarian and, and tyrannical government. I mean that, that's you that's you you can't have them both. You can't have a limited government without freedom. That's as soon as you start to infringe upon the freedom, the liberties. And you know, that's what's so interesting about democracy. It's a, it, Democracy is always under stress because it's a tug. It's a push and a pull. It's a stress of, of always challenging just how far you can go with rights and liberties. Your rights are not that free where you can go into Yes, the bank with a gun in your hand, hey, or or yell fire in a in a theater. I brought my book. I brought my book. It's constitution. This is this. No, this is the constitution. Book. All right, this one here is common law handbook for jurors, sheriffs, bailiffs, and justices. Since you brought that up, listen to this. We are, we are the people, are a republic, not a democracy which is just the first step to an oligarchy. Mm-hmm. Push if it goes too far. It always, it always goes too and far. And that's what the fall of the Roman Empire was about years ago, too. We, the pendulum swings, doesn't it? It goes one direction too far and then somehow comes back and corrects itself by the people. Well, and usually from a collapse. I regret it, but that's true. I hope it doesn't. I hope we correct ourselves before that. It's normally, that's why I'm listening to what you're saying and what you've told me tonight about this inappropriateness in the public school system before government in Scambia County collapses. I beg the te- I beg the families, the parents in particular, to step up just like they did in Fairfax County in Virginia and kick some butt at the local school system because this has got to correct itself. And I think we should take it upon ourselves to both audiences to dial this up. Hey, if y'all get a chance, you get a chance, go up to the school board meeting in the morning, eight o'clock. I know they're having it. Well, it's a you can go in there, the public forum and speak about anything you want. 
Take every chance you get to go up there to address them. And I'm not, you know, I'm not for burning books. That's what the, the, what does the, for, for the, the, the people pushing these narratives and agendas, you're a book burner, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you just, you know, everything. You're, hold on, you're an anti vaxxer. Yeah, but we never said tonight that the book had to be burned. We just said that it was inappropriate because the parents are in charge of their children, not the school. I believe it's inappropriate for the age group. That's right. And, uh, and it's way inappropriate to ask me to pay for this garbage for someone else. That's exactly right. That's, that's, that, if it doesn't go to anything else, we should be able to agree. Everybody should be able to agree on both sides and in the middle. Far left, far right, which, by the way, liberal means freedom. It means liberty. Liberal. You stole, you, you leftist liberals, you stole the word liberal, just like the gays stole the rainbow. I have had it with that. You stop stealing freedom words and think, and then, and then take away the freedom. Okay. <laughs> Hey, don't change. You confuse me. <laughs> don't change. You confuse me. Hey, we got to wrap okay. it up. Bye. Larry, thank you for joining us. Folks, thank you for joining us. Yes. Larry's uh, over the line. Thank you, folks, on Valentino's Grassroots Truthcast. Got an idea you want to bring forward? Bring it to Larry or myself. We'll do one of these with you as well. Got to run. Take care.